recruiting ish web three world-class podcast let's get it let's go the topics of discussion you cannot get from another opportunities in web three we got you covered meta intro been dope gotta thank you for the love and support that you're giving keep it coming we going up in jazz fees interviews with the crews making moves let's see it's a brand new world of nfts join in recruiting ish podcast yes please join in recruiting ish podcast yes please Meta Intro does not give financial advice. Information provided by Meta Intro is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. Always do your own research on the companies that you apply to and the opportunities that you invest in. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to episode 11 of the Recruiting-ish podcast. Um, It's Tuesday, February 28th. My name's Alex. I'm a crypto recruiter. I'm here with Lacey from the Meta Intro team and the super special guests um, that we're really excited to have, Rob Messer. Um, Twitter name, Mr. Messer, in case you want to give him a follow. Um, Rob, say hello. We'd love to hear um, just an intro. Um, tell everybody who you are. Sure. Uh, Alex Lacey, so good to be here. Thank you for having me. This is really meta, amazing full circle for me. Um, uh, so the TLDR from my story is I, I started in a, I went to school for marketing, ended up in the elementary system, elementary teacher for 10 years. And I really um, grew out of it towards the end, had to find a way out. And, you know, I found my time being spent outside the classroom in this Web3 thing. I uh, got, really got sucked in through through VFENS and Gary V and all that. So I was like, man, this is this is my calling. Um, I wasn't a techie. I wasn't an artist. So I was like, okay, like what bucket, how do I fit into this world? So I just started creating content and I found this cool Discord called Meta Intro which really was um, a saving grace for me, just inspiration, uh, finding out there were so many opportunities out there. So I really gravitated towards that um, through putting out content and, and writing and TikTok and all of those things. I was able to find a, a job at a startup uh, layer one blockchain. And I started my own podcast and I wrote articles on LinkedIn and I ended up getting picked up by uh, an outlet called 137 PM. And I ended up, you know, doing what a lot of the listeners here are trying to do is find your place in Web3. So I'm so happy to be here. Um, and, you know, it happened super quick. This has really only been a year for me, but I'm super happy to be here and uh, to jam with you guys. It's awesome that you're here. Uh, for context to everybody that's listening, uh, we posted a job on WellFound, previously Angelist, saying, hey, we're looking for a podcast house here. It's just like essentially an ATS system to apply. And then Rob DM'd me and, you know, we've been in like chats here and there over the past year. And he was like, hey, um, I think this would be fun to hop on. And uh, like, it was a no brainer to bring somebody onto the podcast that's on the other side of the table in terms of like, hey, I've gone through the job seeking process. Hey, I know what it's like to make that transition from web two to web three. And so I was like, come on in, come on, come on the pod. Um, it'll be interesting to hear your feedback from today's uh, um, Collins. We're calling them cons, right? I want to make sure I get that right. Con. Collins. Yeah. <laughs> for now. Again, we might change it. For now. Collins for now. So it, it'll be interesting to get your opinion on the Collins um, from a job seeker's perspective. And again, for context, uh, we've been doing this for the past few episodes where um, if you have a question regarding to anything in the Web3 career job search space or hiring space, um, you can send in your audio files for us to play back on this podcast and we'll dive in. We'll give you our opinions, our thoughts, 
um, on how to move forward or get over that hurdle. And so before we dive into those questions that we have today, which are a really good set of questions, I only listened to a little bit of them, so I promise that this will all also be impromptu. Um, a few call-outs just from what's happening in the meta-intro ecosystem. Um, if you're at East Denver this week, uh, drop us a GM in the comments. Maybe we can uh, meet up at one of the like 100 events that are happening. Go grab a coffee and take a look at your resume. Uh, just drop us a GM and we'll we'll find a time to connect. And then coming up over the next uh, 60 days, MetaIntro will also be hosting a ton of job fairs, official job fairs for really big conventions. Um, we have all of the events listed in our Discord. However, I'm just calling them out here. We'll be at IWB in March in DC, Fest in Atlanta at the end of March, um, hosting the official job fair for Miami NFT week uh, in the beginning of April. And then uh, just announced, we'll also be hosting the official job fair for Bitcoin 2023 in May. So um, get your tickets. There's a bunch of discount codes in the events tab. Um, it'll be a fun opportunity for you to come by, stay high, and perform the job. I think that was it. That was a good rundown. It's going to be nice to see everybody from Discord in person behind the avatars. I know. Behind the avatars. I love that. Well, do you want to kick off the uh, the recordings, the call-ins? We're ready when you are. Um, so some of these call-ins came in through our live Discord stage this past week. Another great way to submit your questions is to hop into those events. Um, it's just another way for us to like record questions. If you go into our events tab, you'll see those happen every Wednesday in the mornings, PST time. Um, and so first one is from somebody in our Discord named Shola. So with that, Shola had a special request that we look at his resume. So we'll take a super quick list. Um, if you want to give back like one to two bits of feedback uh, on his resume, that would be amazing. And if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple, we will drop the link to his resume in the show notes. Um, and if you're an employer and you're listening for a developer um, and feel like Shola might be a good fit, uh, go ahead and click on it. You'll see the contact information there. All right. Amazing. Is this a recruiting-ish first to have a resume? Should... This is a first. Yeah. This is, I'm happy to- It was a special request. Historical moment. <laughs> Amazing. This is exciting. Might have to zoom in just a tad, but it's up. Actually, let me open this in the browser. Totally mind all of my crazy tabs that are saved. Is that better? That looks better. We do. I could I zoom in. Ah, there you go. Oh, that's perfect. That's a sweet Wait. spot right there. Very good. All right, so he's on, he's on LinkedIn. Good. Portfolio also, it looks like, does he have his own branded website? Yes. Yeah, I see it. Initial thoughts. So first of all, Chola, you have a tremendous amount of skills. Um, you have quite the the toolbox to to give a quick little TLDR on all of these technical skills that you have is, is a great way to get content to show your expertise. I know I'm keep on I'm banging on that drum because it's it's such a great way for people um to to take notice of you, especially if you're on LinkedIn, which I see you are from this. Um, definitely celebrate that. I mean, you have a lot going on here that is would be attractive. To, I think someone hiring um. The, the thing I would, the two pieces of advice I would have just looking at this is create a kind of one sentence summary of, of who you are with, with some nice adjectives and what you're looking to do, right? 
Um, you have the summary of your qualifications is very long, which is a good thing. But as a reader, looking at this as a whole as a whole body of work, it's very intimidating. And if I'm if I have a stack of guys, tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah, if I'm looking through, I, like I said, I was a teacher. So if I have a stack of 20, 30, 75 resumes to look at, and I have a whole uh, one that's just totally uh, blows me away with all this text. I may not look at it as much. So I would really try to summarize what you're doing a little bit more. And I think a good sentence or two that tells the story of you and what you can offer to a company um, would do wonders at the, at the top. And it may, it's another, it's another step, but really um, contextualize it to the company that you're sending it to. Learn what they're about and maybe find a way to um, whittle that into your sentence or your paragraph. Nice. But man, you're tal you're talented. Look at this. It's gonna take what me half a day to read this. Yeah, it's it's to Rob's point, it's it's a great I mean, great resume, um, ton of skills, way more skills than I have, um, in terms of technical ability. So shout out to you. Um, I think I'm a big fan of again, the layout's good. Um, it's not too much, right? I think colors help kind of pull out titles and things like that, um, which draws your eyes in. I think to Rob's point though, like a lot of info that could be condensed. Um, and summarize, like in your summary of qualifications, you list using certain technologies and languages, and then you also listed in technical skills. So you could probably take out some of those from the summary of qualifications and put more into, you know, Hey, I am looking for a full stack remote opportunity for a web three company or something that just summarizes your goals. Cause then you also have in your experience you know, specific projects that you worked on with those technologies. So I think just taking out some of those duplicate, um, you know, wording pieces would help. And then as well, if you scroll down a little bit, just so I can see the next one after Lister. So, I mean, it, it looks good. It looks like, I mean, the good thing that I look for in resumes is not only the action, but the results. So you do put in there, like what your input on the project is, what success looks like, mostly qualitative though. Um, so I would say quantitative would be like specific, you know, percentage increases in uptime or, you know, increasing efficiencies may help just balance out some of the like qualitative, um, you know, specific projects you worked on. But, um, again, I, I don't know exactly some of the projects you worked on. So it may, um, overall, I mean, I think good format and simple, um, don't overcomplicate it. All right. Well, his resume will be linked in the show notes. So if you're listening to this on. Uh, Sunfire Apple, you'll be able to see what we are looking at. Stop sharing. For the next one. Hey, I have a question. Um, I've been looking for a job for like four months now, and I haven't gotten any offers yet. I'm trying to get a job in social media marketing in Web3, but like, is the job market really that bad right now, or am I doing something wrong? I would um really appreciate any advice you could give me. Thanks. Rob, from a uh, job seeker, I'll I'll jump in. How is it? Totally. Um, I, I, the job market is not as hot. I mean, I, to be honest, I haven't been looking, I haven't had my, my pulse on as much as I was when I was needed anything. Uh, but I will say four months when you're in it does seem like a really long time. And, you know, you go two months without something and then you get a bite at an interview and then they don't follow through or you think you have a great interview and then they never call you back. Like I understand the emotional roller coaster. Social media marketing. If you need, if you're looking for a job as as social media, in social media or marketing, you need to put your 
mind in the put yourself in the shoes of the person that's look they're going to hire their social media person right so the first thing that i would do is look at their social media so linkedin again i just said this to shola but linkedin tiktok instagram like do it twitter uh twitter if nothing else twitter like what are you going to do for them uh before you can say anything before you give out your list of ideas they're going to audit what you're doing for yourself so the best thing you can do right now, and I know it's a lot because it's, jobs are jobs. searching is takes a lot of energy, right? Uh, and it's emotional, but really take the time to make content for yourself. Don't tell people what you're going to do, show them what you're going to do for them, right? Um, if, if you think you can help them with their TikTok, create a TikTok, right? And just do it every single day, consistency over anything else. If you're going to help them with their Twitter, tweet yourself, right? Two, three times a day, right? Uh, take pictures of how you built your own account, right? This is where I was on, on uh, you know, February 28th. This is where I am on March 28th and, and just show that. So you really need to be, um, you need to act like you're doing it for yourself first. Uh, and then on the other side, apply, 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 apply. And the other little hack I will, I will that I employed myself was find out who's making these decisions. So for instance, if I was trying to get a job with Meta Intro, I would go to LinkedIn, type in Meta Intro. It shows you that all the people that work there, find out who's in the social media department, click on their profile, start chiming in on their conversations. Not like give me a job, but adding value, right? Liking it, putting thoughtful comments towards it. Find them on Twitter, right? Really do, really do the work and go the extra mile because if you're doing the extra mile um, to get the job, you're more than likely going to do, go the extra mile while you have the job and people know that. So um, yeah, audit yourself first. I think that's that's great. I mean, I from a recruiter's perspective, like the inside scoop, the market is kind of shit right now. Um, it's been shit for a little bit, it, uh, especially in crypto. Like, there's companies shedding people, you know, laying off or downsizing pretty dramatically. So, marketing is like always one of the first teams, in addition to HR and recruiting, that gets laid off just because. It's expensive to market, and if they are running out of money or they're trying to conserve, like they'll probably reduce some of their creative team. So, you know, in social media right now, it's it is tough, and there's a lot of people that are looking for those roles. So, you know, to Rob's point, like how do you stand out? I think the market's tough, but the bar has been risen. So, you know, before social media might have just been engaging in the community and little bits of content, but now they're looking for someone who can do branding, they can do TikTok and Instagram and LinkedIn, right? Like they're looking for someone really dynamic. So, you know, to, to his point, like reach out, show your skills. I mean, TikTok and platforms give you the ability to go viral. So, you know, the day in the life of, you know, a Spotify social media or whatever it is that you want to create might end up getting to that company just because of the reach. So, Try it out. I mean, in the meantime, as you're applying, it's frustrated. Like, turn that frustration into some creative content. Um, and you'd probably be surprised with with how far it might go. Um, as well as, like, network. Like, applying only gets you so far. Like, reach out, connect with people, ask your friends, ask your family, ask anybody who can get you in the door to some of these places. I thought the layoff announcements would be over. But this week, we saw quite a few, like, including Polygon announced what was that, like 20% of their staff being laid off? 20% at that Polygon. Masari did a 15% layoff. Um, I think Meta, I mean, non-crypto, but tech is 
you know, getting another layoff here soon, and it does not show any signs of slowing down. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are in Something else, wow. that's another sign to, to really start working on your own brand, right? Uh, especially if in, you're in social media or marketing. And the one thing that I will throw in it uh, that I forgot to add in my little rant there is to look at the people or the companies that you're seeing that you would want to work for and email them, you know, what you would do. Like I called it a, a, a strategy sheet and I did over at least two dozen of them. Um, but one of them, one of them got me a job doing Twitter for for someone in his um, Web3 company. So all it takes is one, but the, the more value you can give, uh, you know, the, the more that will come, more opportunity will come your way. The best of luck. So in the spirit of layoffs, I actually got a question um, uh, on our live on Wednesday that I want to call a quick audible and have us answer instead um, versus this last audio file that we have. So and Anne wrote in and said, how do we feel about applying to companies that recently announced layoffs? What do you think, Alan? That was a good question, I, uh, too. I have asked this question myself before um, and going through the job search, right? Like from a candidate's perspective, you just did a bunch of layoffs. Now you're hiring. Are you stable? Do you know what you're doing? Um, what's the point, right? Like, am I got to get hired and you're going to lay me off next? Valid questions. Um, I'll give it kind of two sides. So from from like a, a person that's been laid off, sometimes they lay off in some roles so that they can then move money into others. And it's just prioritization. And for myself in recruiting, if they're not doing a ton of hiring, if I get laid off, they might be able to hire an engineer that can help them build a better product. Like there is a trade-off that businesses do internally, but from like a personal perspective, it's a risk, right? Like if companies are laying it off, laying off candidates, it's like you could get laid off. Like I think you need to accept that as as part of getting, you know, into that company um, and make the decision if that's something you want to do. I know a lot of people that, you know, got laid off from Coinbase like myself, and then they joined Amazon or Beta, and then they got laid off from that. Yeah, so, and I'm sure if, if that's happened to you, um, it's it sucks, right? It's like you don't want to ever get laid off, but laying off twice is even worse. So I think some of that is like adjust your search. Like if you're scared of getting laid off or that's a risk, find a job or industry that's more stable or a company that might be a little bit more well, capitalized, but be aware of it, right? Like ask the question, you know, hey, you just laid people off. What's the deal? Like I think it's very real. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, yeah, A, you have to really love the company because you're taking that risk. And B, just, just you know, like you said, in a stable enough situation where you can kind of weather a storm. Um, but the thought that's coming to my head is I wouldn't do it if you're just a, a one trick pony. Like for instance, like the last caller, if you're just, if social media is just your thing, Right. Because I feel like if, if someone, if they're in the, the season of laying off, they're going to look for to squeeze the most they can out of anyone that, that they're taking out. Right. So that might mean like multi departments. Right. Um, you know, wearing multiple hats. Um, so if you are someone that has is skilled in a, a vast amount of areas, a variety of areas, I would say, yeah. And like use that because it's it could be a moment. Right. Where you couldn't get in before when things were really great but now you you could help them here and here and here um so here you could come in and save the day right for maybe in an affordable way so i think if you can check all those boxes it could be a good idea yeah i i just thought that was a good question in the midst of all of these layoffs because um on the live this week right 
after the announcement with Polygon, Polygon started posting jobs. And then Annie asked that question. It was like, hey, this is a great job opportunity, but like, didn't they just announce layoffs? Like, do you yeah. think they're farming applicants? Do you think that they're reorganizing funds to different departments at the company? Um, what types of, you know, and from that conversation, we thought through a little bit of like, what questions do you ask in an interview that don't come off nosy? But you have a right to know. Like, if you're being considered, you know, I think that's a that's a fair question to ask. Um, it's like, hey, you know, what about all of these layoffs where you're just like reorganizing the company, um, or you trying to allocate funds to different departments? You know, it's it's totally fair to ask those questions. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, I think as if you're a recruiter working at a company that's done layoffs, be prepared to answer that question with some examples, right? Be transparent, be like, you know, here's what's going on, right? Like ask your leadership for specific talking points um, on how to navigate that because it's tough, right? Like you may not know and, you know, you want to give the candidate the best answer you can and be fair and transparent. And then from the candidate side, to Lacey's point, right? Like you don't want to be nosy or like come off as kind of abrasive, but, you know, your question is regard to stability. So you can ask, you know, hey, there's a layoff. Are things stable? What's the leadership like? Has there been communication around these things? Like there's a lot of ways that you can ask the question um, without being super direct and get hopefully the information. But yeah, it's Ralph's point. It's a risk. Like if you're applying and possibly hiring at Amazon or Facebook right now, like six months from now, there may be another layoff you might get involved. But if you're working or applying for something in manufacturing or supply chain, like those places are booming right now, um, may not be the same. So could pivot um, depending on what you're looking for, even if it's temporary. But I think that's an amazing question. Agreed. And big respect for anyone that asks that question. To your point, both of you, it's a fair question, but I don't know if I, if I get to that interview stage, like, am I going to roll the dice? And add to that because man, that's that's it's tough. I mean, if, if you get if for anyone listening, if you get in that position to ask that question, please comment on this video podcast, however you're consuming this, or, or tweet at Meta Interrupt and tell us how it went after. Kudos oh. to you. But and yeah, great question. Great question. All right. Well, for the last segment of today, we have something new. That was Rob's idea. Um, we are doing some shout outs. So these shout outs cut from you the depths of crypto Twitter, some corners of our Discord um, of individuals that are celebrating big accomplishments in their career. So, Rock, we're going to take it away. Let's go. And I think we need to come up with a cool name next time. Yeah. Maybe some like celebratory music. All right. So we'll have the plug in. <laughs> the first one, uh, a big congratulations to, and please, everyone, forgive me if I, if I mispronounce any names. Um, you're loved, and I will get it right next time. Congrat, big congrats to uh, Yugochi for completing her 10-day intensive Web3 moderator training. Uh, it's hard to do anything for two straight days, but to do it for 10, that's unbelievable. So amazing job, Yugochi. Uh, also, big congrats to Asian Glendow for securing pre-seed investment for his Web3 creation, Nude Club. We'll, we'll elaborate on that, I guess, another time, but I would love to know more about that for now. Pre-seed investment, locked in. Congrats, uh, Asian Glendow. Huge congrats to Kevin Logan Jr. and Adam Posner, a probably nothing talent, for launching their newest podcast, The Immutable Mindset. Uh, we, I believe we have the link to their podcast 
in our show notes. So please check them out. Congrats. Um, starting a podcast is not the easiest thing. So con- really way to go, guys. And a shout out to uh, imakuza.eth I, for being a member of the Meadow in- Intro community. Uh, you absolutely rock. We love you. We appreciate you. And just thanks for being in the Meta Intro community. And that's it for this this thanks meta intro shout out yeah we'll come up with a cool name if you guys have an idea for the for the shout out segment um you can coin the name let us know great well i think that uh was a good episode today talked about some good stuff did some shout out i could do this i could do this all day this is this is really cool it's it's i i think we talked off the air how cool it is to have both dynamics um you guys from the cooler side me from the other side uh someone that's lived it um really interesting to see the different perspectives uh, especially during this climate and you know the different dynamics that are happening yeah i appreciate everybody tuning in um make sure to, to engage with us discord on any of our channels that we post podcasts um either video or you know shout us out on twitter um rob thank you thank you thank you for being here um we'll include all of his information as well as some links to his content and podcast um, go give them a like and follow um, part of the family now. So thank you for being here. Um, Lacey as well, the Discord. Good pleasure. Um, anybody who is looking for a job, check out the Meta Intro Discord, um, daily updates, newsletters, ton of content going on and as well. We'll continue. So that's it for episode 11. Uh, we'll see you on the next one.